Good evening. Hope everybody's doing well today. I apologize. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties there. Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, sometimes this app works and sometimes it don't. And I have videos uh, for intros uh, that go out uh, before we come on and, uh, and they were not working. I should have tested them out and I didn't do it. So it's my fault and I apologize. Isn't that right, Brandy? Yes. That even I can be fallible. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, it is true. So Brandy, yeah. tell us about your day today. I've had a wonderful day. No, actually, I went to the grocery store. I made turkey and dressing and all the it trimmings. It was good. It was really good, too. So I've been very busy. It was awesome. Tell us about how your delicious uh, apple pie. Oh, and I made a homemade apple pie, <laughs> and I tasted none of it. I didn't take a bite of any of it. Brandy, why? Because I don't eat. <laughs> and why don't you eat, Brandy? Tell us. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Tell us, Brandy. No, I'm not. Tell us. No, I'm not. Brandy. Because he says I work it into every conversation. She had. I'm not going to say it. Say it. Gastric bypass. And everywhere we go, she always has to work it in a conversation. Would you like more water? No, I've had gastric bypass. I can't drink it. Would you like to have this? No, I've had gastric bypass. I can't have it. We go to a buffet. Can I use my gastric bypass card? Well, why so not? I, can get I don't a eat. Child's meal? I don't eat a lot, do I? <laughs> yeah. I drink. I drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I you don't drink liquor. It's coffee drinks. Coffee drinks. That's what I do. Coffee. Drinks. It's coffee of the drinkings. They've got so, 200 calories a piece, so yeah. it, it gets me going. There you go, Brandy. And now she did. She made an awesome meal today. It was fantastic. I felt like we was having Thanksgiving dinner. Smell how it smells so good. Tasted so good. Mm, I it made it delicious. for my little baby because she had to go to work yeah, today. Yeah, I worry about my little little baby girl. So she has to go to work by herself like that. Yeah, so. And I knew Matt was going to be doing the books today, so I thought I'd butter him up with food. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to bounce the checkbooks. Every time I bounce the checkbooks, she tries <laughs> to do something to butter me up or, um, uh, or she leaves the house and uh, she conveniently goes to her mother's. Oh, I want to go see my mom today. That's exactly right. <laughs> she can't run. I'm texting. I'm calling. What was this charge for? What was that for? I'm still and checking. And most of the time, it's your charge that you forgot. Most of the time. Who's writing checks to their friends? Who's getting gas every other day? Who's going to uh, salons and everything else? We're going to the salons. Yeah, really, my yeah. child done my hair, people. My <laughs> child done my hair look. That's why it looks like. Mine are furs and diamonds. Apparently, she thinks I've just got a, uh, a money machine just cranking it open. Every day mm -hmm. I turn around, oh, I have to buy this, I have to buy that. Food, food. food. Oh, but you don't eat, so why I, do you buy food? I'm buying food for you in Madison. <laughs> <laughs> well, she works at a food place. Let her get food there. Okay, well, you just go find your own food. <laughs> All right, so we're going to open up with a passage of Scripture this evening. Psalm chapter 25, verse 12. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. And as my old pappy always said, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. <laughs> let's uh, let's open up the word of prayer real quick. What are you doing? I'm holding your hand, Quinn. Holding my hand. All right. <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Forgive us of our sins. Uh, Lord, pray that you lead us and guide us in this teaching this evening. Pray that you bless this podcast and those who are listening and watching. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so our word of the day is 
anxiety. Fear. 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 <laughs> fear, and, fear and anxiety. So there we go. Joyce uh, says, all that attitude after she cooked you a Thanksgiving Thank meal. Thank you, Joyce. Are you showing no attitude? Thank you, Joyce. I was very grateful. I kept thanking her and, Thank and you, saying how much I appreciate. Next time what she you done. will be invited instead of Matt. <laughs> I, th I, was, I was talking about balancing the checkbook is what I was talking about. And she runs in fear for good reason. Because he doesn't spend a penny. <laughs> I don't. What do I buy? Huh? Stupid stuff. I buy necessities like shoes, hats, clothes, toys. shoes, toys, shoes, hats. There you go. Clothes. What do I buy? <laughs> Groceries, gas. Well. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, anyway, our topic this evening is fear and anxiety. And um, so, you know, one reason why we chose this topic is that, uh, of course, a lot of people are um, uh, really uh, upset and worried. Well, not a lot. I think a lot of people are just kind of blowing it off. Uh, I think there are some out there who are um, upset and worried about this coronavirus. Uh, I like what I saw on Facebook. said, I'm just a man with coronavirus looking for a girl with Lyme disease. So, <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That was uh, a wah, wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I forgot my little thing that makes all the noises. Well, left it now. Sorry. So, anyway. I so, go. Um, <laughs> yeah, go, go get it, baby. <laughs> but anyway, um, and so, and, and then on top of that, on a more serious note, uh, well, it seems like we're seeing a uh, an elevation uh, of children being kidnapped, murdered, or tortured. Maybe it's just uh, because uh, of social media. Uh, maybe... Uh, News, once they get a hold of a store, they want to keep running these kind of things. And uh, it is terrifying. You know, you had this little six-year-old girl in Florida who was kidnapped and then found uh, murdered. And then we got the, this little girl that's missing now that they're trying to find. And uh, 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 what was her name again? Abby? Uh, Evelyn. Evelyn, yeah. My mind went blank on Evelyn. And uh, so I hope they find her. Then here's the the other woman was in Hawaii. They just arrested. Yeah, and that, both her children. Yeah, the autistic just... son and the daughter at 17. They're missing. And so, you know, it, it is fearful. Uh, it is worrisome. It is troublesome, uh, particularly if you have kids. And uh, Brandon can tell you, that's one thing I have, that's the way one area the devil knows how to, to get to me and, and really fight me at is, well, that's not the only area, but it is one of many, uh, is my kids. Brandon can tell you, I worry over them constantly, I'm tracking them with apps, I'm wanting to know where they're at when they're going to be there, exactly where they're going, where they're coming back, if the weather is um, uh, uh, evening, y'all. Hello, Barbara. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm tracking their every move. Brandy gets on me. You know, you don't need to watch their every move. You don't need to get upset. Need to write Brandy. Yes, all the time. And she's very responsible. Well, she is. I'm not saying it's not. And I've told her it's not her. It's, it is the evil people out there. I, I trust her. It's not, I don't trust, it's not that I don't trust her. It is the people in this world that are evil. And that's why I think I try to always tell her there are evil people in this world and they want to hurt you. And that's why I tell her that your biggest self-defense is staying off that phone. You know, if you're constantly like this, all right, you're distracted. You can't see who's coming from the side, the front, behind. And if you're doing that, then you're a, you're a, yeah, you're a prime target. Thank you, Red Rum. <laughs> <laughs> but it is um, your biggest uh, uh, self-defense is putting that phone up and you keep a track. That's what I tell her. You're getting gas. You're at the mall. Wherever you're at, you put that phone up and you keep an eye. All right. I don't care if 
somebody's leg is sawed off, screaming for help. You just get in your car, call 911, let them deal with it. Because people will do anything. That they, that there have been stories of people posing as little old ladies. Uh, you've seen another story going around where they're taking zip ties to cars. When you mm -hmm. try to cut that, they pull up and grab you. They'll put, looks like money on your uh, windshield. You get out to reach and grab that. Or, or see sex traffickers or grabbing these people. And uh, so it just, uh, it, it, that's why it worries me. There are just such evil people out there, and I pray a hedge of protection about them every day, my wife included, and my kids too. Oh, your mama's online, Brandy. Me too. Doesn't matter how old they get. Oh, thank you, Mama. Sweet. And I did go see her today. Oh, only because she was scared to be at home. <laughs> That's the only reason why. <laughs> because fear, the anxiety, yeah, of the, it all. the anxiety and fear is what has. Uh, filled her heart. That's why she had to run to her mommy's because she was worried mean old husband was going to get on her for her spending, which, by the way, was quite excessive this past week, just so you know. So I had a whole page of stuff. But anyway, we'll save that for another time. We'll wait till the cameras aren't rolling, then I'll get on her. But anyway, <laughs> so, uh, Brandy, what is your biggest fear? Apparently, my 16-year-old daughter says my biggest fear is that people does, won't like me and I, I overcompensate. I can see my that. My daughter says that. I can and see she that. has got her doctorate degree, apparently. <laughs> I can see that. But not just with you, but I think a lot of people, their fear of not being accepted. They want affirmation from other people, and they have that fear and anxiety. They will not be liked. And I think that's one reason why a lot of Christians won't stand up for what is right and scared to be biblically correct. Instead, they want to be politically correct because they don't want to offend. They don't want somebody not to like them. But remember what God's word says, in this world you'll be hated for my name's sake. Remember, they first hated me. So the fact you need people, we need to get past that. There's gonna be people that don't like you. I've had people in my life, I don't care how hard I've tried to be nice to them, they just don't like you. Yeah. Right, here's one. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, oh, your mama says you clean your closet. It's my oh. biggest fear, probably. <laughs> no, in my, in my child, I mean, I, I worry about her constantly, yeah. but you know what, I had to give it over to the Lord. I was feeling so overwhelmed. Like I think a lot of moms do, they feel so overwhelmed because if you work and you take care of the house or you, you know, you gotta take care of a family, you're going this way, you're going that way, this one plays this sport, that one, and you just get overwhelmed and you feel anxious yeah. and you don't know why. I mean, it's not like your life is bad, but you just feel anxious like yeah. you're always in a hurry or it's too much on you or, and it shouldn't be that way. No, well, I mean, that's what we see in, in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Of course, I know I quote that a lot, but it's very applicable for so many things. We see not to be anxious for anything, all right? But we do see anxiety in a good way uh, where uh, the Apostle Paul says to be anxious for the things of the Lord. For those who are single, now, he's not putting down marriage. Obviously, marriage is a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing. I got a good partner here that makes me turkey and dressing. <laughs> it's good to me. But uh, it, but for those who are single, you can be anxious for the things of the Lord. You can spend that quality time searching after the things of God. And that's one thing we can uh, take uh, comfort in. And that's one, the only time we are seeing anxiety in a positive light uh, is to have that anxiousness for God. But otherwise, 
We are to be anxious for nothing. I think there's a lot of people on medications that don't otherwise need to be. If they just turn over to the Lord, remember, again, going to Philippians 4, 6, and 7, to be anxious for nothing but by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So we see that once we turn it over to God, we have that peace that surpasses all understanding. That only comes from God above. You know, uh, my biggest fear is... Um, uh, Austin says I'm here. Love you guys. Well, thank you, Austin. We appreciate hey, Austin. that. <laughs> but it's um, you know my biggest fear is uh, is something happening to my kids, my wife, my dad, mom. I um, uh, that's one thing I have to pray about constantly is that they are gods. And heaven forbid, you know, I pray for long life for my family. In fact, I even pray if death comes, let it take me because I so that because I want them to to have long life. But if that is not God's plan, if that's not God's will, that he will give me the peace, the strength, and the ability that can only come from him to endure something that horrific. And uh, uh, and so we don't know all of our days are numbered. God knows the, the amount of steps we're going to take. So instead of wasting time being fearful mm-hmm. of something you have no control over, the best thing you can do is give it to God and live daily for him. Now, when we talk about fear, uh, there's different types of fear. Now, the fear of God, what do you think that is, Brandy? The fear of God. Do you think is that, does that mean we're supposed to be terrified and scared to death no, of God? No, it's just a healthy respect for there God. There go, exactly. We're having a healthy respect for God that uh, he's going to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glories. He knows our wants. He knows our needs. He knows our fears. He knows our anxiety. But most importantly, we need to have a healthy respect for God. We know that hey, he can strike us down in a heartbeat. God don't have to forgive us. No. He can, we can be, we can be sinning and think, well, I can just ask for forgiveness anytime exactly. I want to, and then uh, just uh, keep saying exactly. the same thing over exactly. and over. Oh well, yeah. it's no big deal. He forgives yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they don't realize that God could just walk away anytime He wants to if He wanted to, you know. But His grace is sufficient, and He does forgive us if we mean it. But you can be, uh, you can push God too far have unrepentant sin uh, and have uh, blatant uh, disobedient sin towards God. I think, well, I can turn anytime I want to. See, I think there's a lot of people out there. Uh, Andy Lou says your guys rock. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Andy Lou rocks. Andy Lou rocks. If you've got any, uh, uh, if you need any decals, if you need any uh, 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 window tinting, you need to get with Mr. Andy Lou. He's amazing. He is awesome. He does car wraps, man, tail lights, all that stuff, buddy. Get with him. And anyway, um, so carrying on. We, uh, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, there's people out there, they think they can turn their life over to God at the last minute. You know, they got plenty of time. Yeah. You can drop dead at any minute and never have that chance to repent. That's why you need to have a fear knowing that, hey, if I don't turn my life over to God, I will spend eternity in hell. You know, it's kind of yeah. like an illustration I read one time. It's kind of like a, um, a buzzard seeing a dead animal uh, on a floating piece of ice. And so the buzzard comes down, decides he's going to munch away on the dead carcass, but yet there's falls up ahead. But he thinks, oh, I've got wings. He's admiring his wings. And he says, I can fly off anytime I want to before danger comes. Well, he gets close to the falls. He spreads his wings to fly off, but his claws had frozen to the ice and he went to his doom. That's the problem with us. So many people do not have enough fear and respect for God. They make justification for their sin. They compromise for the sin. They minimize their sin. And so they don't think that uh, God uh, takes a big deal. But remember, God abhors sin. He hates sin of all kinds. And so uh, we need to have that healthy fear and respect for God Almighty. And so, uh, but on the other hand, 
uh, we need to be careful about uh, having true fear. You know, there's a lot of people who, uh, is it agoraphobia, where you're scared to leave your home, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, uh, it's easy to get that way. Particularly when you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with anxiety, you don't like being around a lot of people. Uh, you want to be, you want to stay uh, locked up in your home. Well, uh, to those individuals, I tell them, you have to force yourself to get out. You have to, if it's just walking around the Walmart, if it's just walking around the yard, walking around a park, you've got to force yourself to get out. It's hard for a lot of people, and uh, particularly those who've been hurt uh, traumatically, mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually, it's hard for them to, to, uh, to talk to other people. So, and, you know, it's, for those of us who are extroverts, hang exactly. on. <laughs> we, I we, think we both Yeah, we, we can talk to anybody. But there's a lot of people out there who are introverts, and it's painful for them to go out in public. It's painful for them to talk yeah. to other people. It hurts uh, them to do that, but you have to force yourself to get out there. And that boils down to selfishness because you saw about your fear of worrying about what uh, – or well, Madison's Massive, diagnosis yeah. of you. Uh, you're you're so self-centered. You're so worried what other people will think about you. You're actually being selfish. You know, that's one thing we never see in God's word is a problem with self-esteem. In fact, just the opposite. We see that we think too highly of ourselves. That is our biggest problem. And so we remember we have a mandate as Christians to go out and tell all people and all lands and that about Jesus Christ. That is our purpose. That is on our tent. That is the reason why we exist to serve the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being to serve God wholly, totally and completely. We have a, a mission to go out and tell other people about Jesus Christ. But sadly, we have so many apathetic Christians, so many complacent Christians that all they're worried about is all the feels but not putting things into action. They don't want, they give lip service, but they're not putting things into action. And well, they don't, it. they don't put it in perspective. Exactly. A lot of people are living in fear yeah. and anxiety and they put it on their self, yeah. their schedule, their, well, this has got to be done. That's got to be done. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, all we're here to do is to glorify God. Okay. That don't mean quit your job tomorrow and live in a freaking box. Yeah. I mean, really, that, that's mean, not what it means. Yeah. But you can't, I mean, none of this is going to matter. Yeah. None of this is going to matter. Yes, I want my child to get a good education. Yes, I want her to go to college and have healthy goals. But if that's all she's looking forward to is, oh, I'm going to be rich or I want to do this or I want to do that, spiritual yeah. growth is what you can give your children. There's nothing wrong to have lofty goals as right. long as they're Christ-centered. And, and if they're Christ-centered, and then uh, nothing can keep you from those goals. But if all you're focused on is worldly possessions, then you're going to be miserable. If you're looking for uh, uh, joy in other people, you're mm -hmm. going to be miserable. Nobody can, uh, can fill you, fulfill you, and give you what you're looking for. Only God can fill the void. Only God can give you peace. Only God can give you joy. Only God, only that, only that right relationship with God is, is what's going to help you. If if all my if all I ever tried to do was put all my hopes and dreams in Brandy, or likewise put all of her hopes and dreams in me, and, and there's a lot of people out there who are scared to death to be alone. They're scared to death to not be in a relationship. They're scared to death that and they think they're not good enough. They're not accepted. They're not worthy. They're not uh, wanted. They're not loved enough. And it's just they go from one bad relationship to another. Yeah. And uh, because they're trying to find fulfillment in somebody else, I know because I've done it. Before I met Brandy, I was constantly looking. Uh, there was a void. There was something missing. I wanted to be loved, and I and I want, and so I pursued one bad relationship after another. This was the best relationship I ever had, <laughs> because uh, uh, she makes I me turkey. So. Yeah, so twenty years later. <laughs> twenty I, years I, later. Yeah, there you go. But it just that um, every time it ended horribly because 
people cannot give you the love you're searching for because the love you're looking for, that agape love that only comes from God alone, is, is, is the only one is the only relationship you need to be focused on. Once you get that right, then God will put the right person in your life at the right time. But so many people have that fear of being alone. It's not fun to be alone. I battle loneliness. I know what it's like. Before I met Brandy, I lived eight years by myself and it was it was it was tough. It was horrible. And so uh, because I wasn't putting God in his proper place and having putting my relationship with Christ in his proper perspective, and so I was miserable. And that's why I was I had one dude relationship after another. Because the only true love is through God alone. You have different types of love. You have eros, where we get erotic kind of love. You have philios, where we get, of course, the city of Philadelphia, brotherly love, friendship type of love. Then you have agape. That's the only true love, God's love that uh, that we can have. And so, you know, that's why we have to understand that. And so if you're living in fear of being alone, then you, that remember, fear comes from the devil. All right, fear don't come from God. The devil's what makes you fearful that you know, oh, I'm gonna grow old alone and, and nobody wants me and I've gotta hurry up and find somebody and and you know and, and it amazes me the people who uh, uh, will be proclaimed to be Christians and then get with somebody who's not a Christian. And God's word says not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I mean, it's clear on that. Oh, I could change this person. No, they will change you before you mm -hmm. can change them. And it doesn't work that way. And uh, and I've tried to explain that to people, but you know, it just it just never fails. So you need to, if you're dealing with that, if you have that kind of fear and you're watching this now or listening to it later on the podcast, remember that you the only way you're going to find true love, the only way to come combat that fear is through God alone. All right, be anxious for the things of God. And uh, so what? So what if you were, what was the worst thing that possibly happened? You don't find somebody, well, guess what? Develop that relationship with God. That's what matters. That's where you're going to be at for all of eternity, all right? This relationship, as much as I love my wife, is temporal, all right? I will, I will know her in heaven, and I will go to her mansion, and I'll knock on the door and run and torment her for all of eternity. Don't get to look forward to that? I'm very... Yes, yes. I'm knocking the door. Say, what time's that turkey gonna be done? I'll say, no turkey today. <laughs> She'll say, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be in heaven. I'll say, I had gastrobypass. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> no, I mean fear. A parent's fear. I mean, my our daughter turned 16 in November, and that fear overwhelmed me. And I mean, seriously, I had a really, really rough time about the whole thing, yeah. and it, I just had to give it over to God because. The fear of losing my child is like crippling, mm -hmm. but we can't do that. It's he's she is God. She's not mm -hmm. mine. Exactly. And I think a lot of parents that's what they they try to keep their child in a bubble and think that nothing's going to happen and that everything's going to be okay. And you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. I've seen a lot, of, and I'm not putting that. If you homeschool your children, I'm not putting you down. All right. So get that right. There's a lot of you look at Tim Tebow. He's homeschooled. Very productive in the world. A lot of homeschool kids have become very great members of society, have been successful and been done very well. So don't get me wrong with what I'm about to say. But I think some people, like you said, try to keep their kids so encapsulated that they're not they're, they're homeschooled, they're not they're not allowed to be uh, social with other children, may not even be able to watch television, and they're so strict and so confined that once they get away from that day, and go crazy, man, and they're wilder and bucks out there. And there are just some kids who just, you know, they're just not geared that way. And that, that was me. When I um, uh, I was homeschooled for uh, a year, 
And I hated it. I hated every second of it of every day. My mom and I, we, we were just bumping it. In fact, Dad would come home here screaming at each other and leave. I mean, in all my stupidity, I thought the more time I took to eat, the less time I had to study. <laughs> well, guess what? I was huge, man. I gained a lot of weight. In fact, I, to this day, I cannot eat pot pies because I came and smelled cooking. <laughs> I ate eight of them, eight pot pies in one sitting, and I have never been that sick in my life. The closest I come to being that sick again, my friend Lance had died of cancer. He uh, and I decided to have a competition how many school rolls we could eat at Daniel Boone. And by the end of the day, we had ate so many, mm -hmm. we was both about, about sick. But uh, Well, so. I mean, me and you remember kind of both heads about Madison being homeschooled. Yeah, I really considered it. And, I mean, thank, thank God that it worked out yeah. because I'm not just saying this because she's our daughter, but she does, I mean, she could be a totally different person when she's at school than when she's with us. Yeah. But I do know that she ministers to some children. Yeah. I know that she has talked to kids about the Lord. And that's where she needs to be. Yeah. Her light needs to be shown to other children. But that's up to each parent, though. That's right. what you have to pray about. If you feel like your child needs to be in a Christian school, right. then that's what you need to do. If you feel like your child needs to be taught at home, then that's what you need exactly. to do. That's something every parent has to pray about. And so that is... Uh, uh, so I'm not putting anybody down. No. I'm just talking about certain scenarios and certain people I have personally known who were uh, homeschooled. They just, they, they, it's, it's just the fear that overtakes you. Don't yeah. let the fear overtake yeah, you exactly. and be like, exactly. you know, about my child. Matt is horrible about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm bad about it, but I, I kind of gave it over to the Lord and yeah. I thought, I I'm, can't do this. I'm very overprotective. But really he am. sits there with that app, that Live 60 <laughs> app, watches her every day. Oh, why is she going down that street? Matt, she's probably lost. He calls her, what are you doing down that street? I'm lost, Daddy. I knew you was going to be upset. <laughs> Just leave her alone. Well, when we know. were teenagers, did we have Life 360? No. We should have, but we didn't. Hey, I'm glad I didn't because then uh, <laughs> Dad would have really killed me. Then Dave Feather says, you eat a whole turkey by yourself. No, I haven't, David. So, <laughs> he did it Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, my dad. But, uh, David and a whole said, apple pie. Well, we love you too, David. But uh, <laughs> now I have ate a whole apple pie by myself. I've been known to do that. But anyway, um, you know, so we need to be careful and not allow fear and anxiety to take root and take hold of our lives because we realize, and I've had to learn this the hard way, you are in control of zero. You are in control of nothing, all right? It just makes God, you miserable. It does. Bitter. God is in control of everything. You cannot control who you're married to. You cannot control who you're dating. You get, I've talked to people who are terrified that somebody's going to cheat on them. I got news for you. If somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to find a way to do it. It don't matter if you keep watch them every second of every day. Right. If they're going to, they're going to do it. And which I've never understood. If you don't want to be with somebody, then just leave. You know, exactly. I, I or kill. Yeah. Well, they want to kill them. Yeah. They Brady, don't want to divorce Brady them. Brady loves watching them. the ID channel. It makes me nervous because she watches, you know, how to murder their spouses. But, you know, um, I think that's the problem with a lot of people. They want control. And they want control over other people, their spouses, their uh, who they're dating, their children. And you're you're not in control of anything. God is control of life and death. Don't don't be afraid of those who can kill the body. But be afraid of those who has control over over your soul and your spirit. And that is God Almighty. That's where we need to have a relationship at. And you know, bad things happen in this world. Unfortunately, we see evil, horrible, evil things that happen, and it makes us it makes us anxious. Since the fall of man, we understand that. Um, uh, 
that evil has entered this world. And if we want a free will, we have to accept the consequences that come with that, which is these types of situations. And this, these, the earth's groanings, these, these horrible things that we see, it almost, if you think about it, it's kind of a reflection of the abhorrent, uh, uh, I heard a second, the abhorrent uh, evil that God sees, all right, because, you know, God hates evil and is so disgusting, repulsive in his sight. I think when we see these evil actions, it's kind of a reflection of what God uh, sees with our own sins, no matter how small or how big. Mm -hmm. Sin is the same in God's eyes. And so while the devil, although he is limited in what he can do because God is sovereign over all things, we will have to deal with these kind of horrible situations until Christ returns or we go on home to be with the Lord. Uh, until that day comes, the, these are the, the kind of things. So to fear these types of situations will not gain you no. ground at all. You cannot control it. You cannot stop it. All we can do is trust in God, realize all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, which we may not always understand. How does this work together for good? Well, in the instance of 911, look at how many people come to church, how many people yeah. want to come to know the Lord uh, when that the horrible situation happened. But, you know, we don't always understand. Those of us who are finite cannot understand an infinite God. Just like, you know, with our, our kids, you know, we, we can give them uh, wisdom. We can try to impart on them that our experiences because we've been there, we've done it, we can see where they're headed. They can choose to listen to us or they can choose to go their own way and then uh, uh, they can screw up and do whatever. But, you know, we know, just like God is far more knowing than we will ever be, tries to tell us the right way to go. But in our own stupidity, we do our own thing and then it ends up in disaster. So although these bad things happen, all we can do is get over to God, trust in him, realize he's in control and let it go. The fear and the anxiety, wringing your hands, what do I do, what to do, is not gonna change anything. And it amazes me, and you've heard me talk about this before, I've had people come to me and say, what should I do? And I say, well, here's what God's word says. Yeah, I understand that, but what do you think I should do? Or they're online to ask other friends, what do you think I should do? How should I handle this? What should I do with that? And uh, Sarah says, amen, you're sorry. Thank you, Sarah. But uh, what should I do about this situation? And I'm thinking, you got to give it to God. It's either you trust God wholly, yeah. utterly, totally, and completely, or you don't. It amazes me that God gives the answers and yet people still run around asking everybody else yeah. what they should do. <laughs> I just, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's either God Almighty is, is God Almighty and he, he can, he's sovereign and control or he's not. And I think that's a problem. A lot of people, they lack trust. I think it's hard yeah. for some Christians to yeah. Yeah. totally believe. I mean, yeah. they believe, but then they're like, yeah. well, it's not fast yeah. enough or yeah. I well, just. Look at the disciples. Here they're on the boat. They're experienced fishermen. And apparently, you know, you know, they had Look deal at the fear storm. They yeah, had, yeah, you know, apparently they've been in storms before. Apparently, this storm was terribly bad. And you talk about fear; they must be. I mean, they must have been pretty bad for them to have that much right. fear. Here, Jesus, Jesus is on the boat with them, and they're freaking out. And they're like going there, waking him up. And what does he say? Oh, ye of little faith. That's the problem with too many of us. We're in the midst of a storm. We're scared to death. And what am I going to do? And Jesus is saying, oh, ye of little faith, man, just trust in me and I'll get you through this. I will calm the storm. Just keep your eyes on me. That's what, what did Peter do? And he's walking on the water, you know, as, as soon as he took his eyes off of Christ, exactly. he started sinking. And look That's how many I'm Christians saying. that we've seen mm -hmm. come and go out of, yeah. I mean, out of, you know, you've been at the church, what, 15 years? Yeah. I mean, I've seen people come and go and <clears throat> people on fire for the Lord. 
They take their eye off them for just one second, yeah. and then they're back into the world, and you never see them again. And that all, and nine times out of ten, I hate to say it, it's when they get in a relationship. Yeah. You'll see them there faithfully. They're coming. Every time the doors are open, they start dating somebody, and then you never see them again. Well, I've seen people who come every time the doors are open. They ask me to marry them. As soon as they, they get married, never see them. Maybe it's me. Maybe I. Maybe when I marry them, they, uh, they something did, happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, Joy I'm says, sorry. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Well. But, um, yeah, I mean, so, I uh, have to pray for my unbelief and fear yeah, because yeah. I have fear of yeah. not doing my job great, not being a great wife, not being a good mother. She yeah. is a great wife. She is a great mother. But, yeah. I mean, as women and as Christian women, we always have that fear because, yes, you know, shut up, you don't even care. <laughs> but, I mean, as mothers and as women, we have that fear because that's what's instilled in us. Yeah. When we're born, we're yeah, supposed yeah. to be nurturers and, yeah. you know, keep everything together. I feel like I have to keep everything together. And sometimes it's overwhelming, and it is it a is. fear and anxiety. Particularly and the, we yeah. can say that, oh, well, just give it over to God. Well, sometimes it's hard. It is. It's sometimes easier said than done, particularly when you're married to an oversized child like me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When that. when they get together, my child and him, and they start arguing and fighting, <laughs> I just think, please, Lord. <laughs> I love I'm to ready. pick at her, torment her. I love to scare Brandy and hide behind stuff and torment her. You think I have a lot of fear? And then then when I get sick, I'm worse than the kids. I'm like, Brandy, it's the man cold. Help me. I'm that's dying. my biggest fear. Is my husband getting sick? When my husband says he doesn't feel good, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> Christy says you two are great. Thank you, Christy. But Thank you, Christy. Uh, <laughs> you're great. But uh, you know, uh, God never promised us an easy life. You know, that's God's word is clear. You know, he, he's, in this world you will have trouble. So just accept the fact. You know, and I've said this before too. When people say, "When's it going to get easier? When you die?" Yeah, you know, that's when. It's going to, because that's that's when we we will enter to the gates of heaven, and uh, we'll have no more pain, sorrow, suffering. We'll have to deal with sickness, uh, all this evil stuff. We won't have to deal with it anymore. All right. But remember that we have to continue to fight. We have to put on the whole armor of God. And the devil knows our weaknesses. He knows how to shoot those fiery darts and he knows how to take you down. And that's why we have to have the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. We have to put on that whole armor of God and be ready to fight and realize he's going to use fear. He's going to use anxiety. He's going to use anger. He's going to use uh, sexual sins Insecurity. and insecurities. He's going to use everything in his power to bring you down, to take your focus off of God, you know? And so we just have to uh, you know, be like, uh, you know, kind of like Odysseus when uh, he, the ship was going by and the Song of the Sirens, he said, tie me to the mast. And no matter what I say or do, do not take the boat into that direction because it would dash into the rocks and kill them all. You know, the devil can use uh, the song of the sirens or even in the story of Odysseus where they had the lotus leaves. You know, it, it, was, it was another uh, snare to entrap them. As long as they were eating that, they were having this euphoric type of feeling. And uh, that's just it. The devil knows how to use those snares to entrap us. And we have to be careful. And how do you do that? Reading God's word, all right? Basic instructions before leaving earth. We have to know God's word. We have to be in prayer. And you will fall and you will fail. Why? Because none righteous, no, not one. We're all going to fall. But we got to pick yourself up and you have to keep going forward and you have to keep fighting. Learn from those experiences and keep pushing forward. And uh, remember, one day, all right, when this battle is done, we'll hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And that's what I want to hear. Amen.
Amen. Amen. All right. Anything else you want to add to that, Brandy? No, I think you hit it right on the nail. Well, I try. <laughs> I think you might have done this before. Uh, time or two. I haven't. Well, I pre appreciate y'all watching. Uh, you know, uh, I know we're kind of inconsistent uh, okay. with our podcast. Last week I was sick, so I was unable to do it. The goal is try to do it on Thursdays, but um, uh, I've not been feeling good. Yeah, so so, so kinda... the podcast will either be Thursday, Friday, or Saturday each week. It'll be one of those three days. I know it's inconsistent, but with schedule conflicts, it's tough to do. Uh, Christy says I need prayers for my oldest son, please. Yes, Christy, we'll we'll definitely lift him up in prayer. In fact, let's close with prayer now. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this time this evening. Uh, Lord, just thank you for allowing us to spread the gospel message. Help us, Lord, to deal with our fears and our anxieties. Let us serve you well. Let us be strong. Let us keep our eyes on you. Let us keep the faith and serve you well. Lord, I don't know the situation that's going on with Christy's uh, son right now, but you know the situation. And Lord, I pray that your will be done in that situation. And Lord, I pray that you be with all those who are dealing with uh, fears and anxieties, depression, those who are dealing with uh, flus and colds and viruses and uh, those having surgeries and battling cancer. And Lord, let's pray that you will intervene in a mighty way and let your presence be known and felt. And Lord, for anyone watching this evening that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God to protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate each and one of y'all watching this evening. And uh, invite y'all, if you don't have a home church or would like to visit, 118 Julie Lane, Fountain of Life Bible Church. Uh, Dr. Vic Young will be uh, bringing the message. His uh, message is, uh, hold on. <laughs> You remember what he said his message was? Good. Oh, why be good was his message title. And tomorrow evening, we will be talking about, um, I don't know if I have, how I would title it, religion and politics or what allegiance means. Anyways, we'll be dealing with um, a Christian viewpoint on voting and patriotism. How about that? That's basically what I'm going to hit on tomorrow. I think, I think it's relevant. I'm not getting political per se. I'm not talking about candidates or nothing like that. I just think it should be a good idea to talk about uh, as Christians where we need to stand on when it, in regards to voting and what the Bible talks about in regards to patriotism and, uh, and allegiance. And I think that'd be a good uh, study topic for tomorrow. But anyway, hope everyone has a great day, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thank you all for watching, and God bless. Mm -hmm.